everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that you all had an amazing week last week. Thank you so much to everyone who supported our fundraiser for Free Throws for Kids. We ended up raising $320 the last time I checked, so I appreciate the support and I am happy that I was actually able to give back some to them this year since they're not doing the standard fundraising event that they do hoping to do some more fundraisers for them in the future because they are just an amazing organization that I like to give back to. But I do appreciate everyone's support, whether you bought a shirt or just shared the post. We really do appreciate it. So last week I shared with you guys how we balance and manage hospital stays for our family and what just works for us and what that really looks like. And one kind of big piece of a hospital stay is the stress of your home and your animals at your house that it's not really like up front because in your mind you're focused on your child but in the back of your mind you still have all these other responsibilities of just in general your home and your pets or other kids and there's just these extra factors that play into a hospital stay and we don't have any other kids we just have Dakota so that is one less stress But having a support system to help you with those extra factors is extremely important. And we have been fortunate enough that our best friends are neighbors and they have always helped us from day one with Dakota, from our NICU stay and every hospital stay. They always are willing to watch our house and take care of our animals because at one point we did have older dogs who were inside outside dogs. And so it was nice to know that If we are headed to the hospital, I could text them and say, hey, I'm headed to the ER with Dakota. Can you please watch the animals or the house? And their response is always, yes, don't worry about it. We got it. And we know we can count on them, even though that might seem very minor, knowing that you have them to fall back on and to help you if you get in a bind or something happens is extremely nice. And it goes for them as well. If something comes up and they need us to watch their house or their animals, we do it right back for them. It's just nice to have your people, especially so close to you. And there are people and we're their people is the way that I like to look at it, knowing that we are there for each other, but having that support system is huge. And especially during hospital stays, when you're not really thinking about what's going on at your house, you're trying to focus on what's going on with your child, having that support system to help you take care of these extra things is just extremely important especially when you have other kids involved as well. You want to make sure that they're being cared for while you're trying to take care of your other child at the same time. So everyone's support system is going to look different. And so when I think of our support system that we have and how it's pretty much set up is Dakota's support system is Curtis and myself. We provide everything. We take care of him. That is our jobs. That is our responsibilities. And then we have a support system of people who support us, who are there when we call and text and we can rely on to even just listen or provide input or like our neighbors who can help us with our house and our animals when we're in the hospital. But having people you can rely on, it's just extremely important. And I feel like everybody's heard the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. 
When you have a special needs or medically complex child, it can be hard to find that village. So whether you have a combination of family and friends to make a large support system or just a few friends and family to make a small support system, it's important to have those people in your corner that you can count on, you can talk to, you can ask for information. And if you're listening and you don't have a very good support system because you don't have family and friends that you can rely on, I recommend building it yourself because I know that it is lonely and it's hard to be a special needs parent, so you need those people that you can count on. And maybe this is a great opportunity to build a support system with people who are going through similar situations as you are because that'll make it even easier for you to have them to rely on because they've been through similar things and they understand and they get it. Like I shared, our support system includes family and friends. Family obviously was given to us. We'll have them for life. But our friends are a mixture of longtime friends and friends that we have gained along the way due to Dakota's disabilities. Since Dakota has been in so many programs his whole life, we have made a lot of connections and a lot of friendships with people who I know that I could reach out to if I had a question about something that was going on and they probably had experience with it. And having those relationships and establishing those have been really helpful. But one of the biggest blessings that I didn't even know it at the time was just an additional benefit. But when we decided to go the route of group style therapy, so it's a classroom setting with therapist and five to six kids in the classroom and Dakota would be in therapy for a couple hours and that would give me a couple hours to myself some free time but during that time what was really nice is that there were other parents waiting on their children who were in the program as well and we would be able to interact and that's where I met one of my best friends her daughter and Dakota were both in the same therapy program so while our kids were in therapy we would go to the cafeteria get something to eat take a walk, do some yoga, but we would just hang out and we built a friendship because our children have a lot in common. Even though they have two different diagnoses, they have certain experiences that are similar to ours. And then on the same hand, we both have experiences that are completely different, but it's been beneficial because we can share our experiences with them. They can share their experiences with us. And it's nice to have someone in your corner who gets it, someone who understands and you can talk to about doctor's visits and upcoming things and even ask questions that you could ask other people, but they just wouldn't get it because they've never had to experience it. And so that's one of the friendships that I treasure and I truly appreciate because she's somebody that I talk to on a regular basis. We're always reaching out and asking each other questions and we know that we're always there for each other. And that's just nice to have. So when it comes to building your own support system, trying to find people who are going through similar situations is extremely helpful because they get it. The downside of having a special needs child is that not everybody gets it. And it's very easy to get discouraged and defeated, especially if you're maybe having a high stress or high anxiety day and you're around all of these other parents whose children have surpassed your child you can kind of get a little defeated and it's hard it's extremely hard I find myself stepping away from those conversations going and finding different conversations just because not that you ever want to compare your child to somebody else 
but you know where your child should be at and they're not. And so sometimes it's just hard and that's okay. So if you have those people who get your lifestyle and understand the things that your child's going through, it's extremely beneficial to your own mental health because that's something that has really helped me is that knowing that there's somebody else who's gone through a similar situation. So I can ask questions, I can talk to them, and they're going to get it. And I just think that's important to have with your support system is someone who understands experiences or situations you've gone through. And there's multiple ways to build and find those friendships to be able to build your support system. It could be right in front of you, but you just might have to take that step to actually make it happen. As in, if you're waiting for your child in therapy, just having communication with other parents in the waiting area and really getting to know them can be beneficial to you and to them as well because they might not have those people that they can count on and maybe they need to build a support system too. And for me, I'm not that kind of person. That's thankfully my friend. She is that person who brings all the parents together. So she has that personality, brings us together. And because of her actions is probably the only reason we have a friendship, just because it's not normally who I am. But I'm actually starting to get that way because I'm realizing that friendship that I built with her is extremely important. So being aware of your surroundings and interacting with people you see a lot throughout the week, whether it's at pickup if your kid's in school or daycare or therapy and then there are other programs that you can get involved in some cities and states have local programs that are specific to special needs kids and it's just a matter of doing the research and finding them and some of them are a little bit easier to find I know for us, our hospital has a lot of resources and information, and they're really good at providing that to the parents to help them find these community activities to get their child involved in. But those are some of the places that you're going to be interacting with a lot of people who probably have a lot of the same experiences that you do. Another part of our support system that people don't always think of being part of the support system is Dakota's medical team. And they are included in our support system because they are people that I can reach out to if I have questions, concerns, or if I need anything. I know that there are a handful of nurses that I have seen on a regular basis since Dakota was born that I could easily send a message through my chart to reach out to. And so building that relationship with your child's medical team is also extremely beneficial because they might have additional information and be able to point you in the right direction. For example, when Dakota was showing signs of sleep apnea, we had no clue what to do. The only person I was like really in contact with on a regular basis was Dakota's GI nurse. Sent her a message on my chart and I called her because I'm like, I don't know what to do. She helped me figure my way through that. Even though she is a GI nurse, pulmonary is not her specialty, she still went out of her way to help us. She even let the ED know that we were coming, but just was there for us and supported us. So having people that you can reach out to on your child's medical team is also important. Even though people don't always think of them being as part of their support system, they really are because they play such a huge piece in your child's life and in Dakota's situation. Most of his medical team has seen him more than some of his family has, and that's just because we've lived in the hospital so much, and it's unfortunate that that's how our life has had to be, but it is nice to know that we've built those relationships 
through the hospital. And what's really exciting is when we go and see those doctors that we've built those relationships with who we've been seeing for a really long time, Dakota gets so excited to see them. So then going to the hospital is an exciting experience and a happy experience versus a sad or scary. So building them into your support system is also extremely important. And then once your child is also in the school system, not just building relationships with other parents, but also the staff at the school because they are going to be interacting a lot with your child as well as yourself because when it's a special needs child, you're going to have a lot of back and forth communication and a lot of learning. And if you are building those relationships and those communications, I know for myself personally that it makes it a lot less stress on me to send Dakota to school. And I feel confident that the people who are with him and that care for him are taking great care of him. And I've built those relationships and I feel like I have a good sense of who they are as a person. So it's just beneficial for all parties involved. If you have a good relationship, you're able to build with the staff at school. And if it is hard to find these individuals or people to reach out to to build your support system, look online. Sometimes you can find some good parent advocate groups that you could be a part of and reach out to and they could provide you with so much support. Social media is another good resource online that you can use to find support groups for children with specific diagnosis or just in general parents of special needs children. I'm in a couple Facebook groups for Dakota's specific diagnosis as well as support groups for special needs parents. So those are another good place to look for those support systems and build those friendships as well as Instagram. I know for myself personally, I always use the hashtag Dandy Walker Malformation and hashtag Barretzer Winter Syndrome when I post pictures of Dakota because it also connects me with other parents who use those hashtags for their children. But it's nice to be able to connect with other people, especially if you can't do it locally to you. You can do it virtually with other families who have similar situations to yours. Just making sure that you are trying to find that support system and figuring out what works best for you is extremely important. And just remember though that everybody's support system is going to look extremely different. Not everybody's is going to look the same. So try not to compare because you also don't know what all this families went through to make that support system. But also don't let yourself down if you don't have that big enough support system. If you have two or three people that you can count on and that you can know are going to support you, it's better than having 50 people you can't rely on who kind of support you. So just trying to do the best to build your own support system so that way you don't feel alone because it is an extremely lonely world in the special needs world because not everybody gets it and that's okay, but trying to Make sure that you're finding people who support you and who get it. It's just important to your own mental health. So for me with this podcast, I have made a lot more connections and I'm extremely thankful for that. I've had a lot of people reach out and let me know that my podcast is helping them as well as just reaching out and sharing that their child has the same diagnosis as Dakota and seeing other children who behave the same as Dakota or if they're older the progress that they've made it just gives me hope for Dakota and what's to come and what the future holds so it is nice when you are able to build that support system and make new connections to build new relationships it's just extremely helpful and beneficial and I hope that this podcast has helped you find ways to do that 
And even though I know it can be hard being a special needs parent and it can be very lonely, just know that you are not alone. We are all in this together. We are getting through it one day, one step, one tiny milestone at a time. And we are all so strong and you're doing the best for your child. And that's really all that matters. I just wanted to share with you guys some ways to hopefully build your support system if you don't have it, because I know it took a really long time for me to figure out how to build a support system and make those connections because I don't like to interact when I'm doing things with Dakota. I am solely focused on Dakota and get in, get out, do what we need to do. And so from the relationships that I've built in the last few years, I have learned how to reach out to people in similar situations that I might be seeing a lot and just making new connections. And so I hope if you are like me, I hope you get the courage to start building your own support system and I hope that this has helped. So thank you all for tuning in. I really, as always, appreciate all of your guys' support. Thank you all so much for the support and I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.